Welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. Oh, last week. <laughs> last week we recorded this not knowing how England were going to do. Yeah. And we beat Germany. Exactly. This week we record this ahead of the Ukraine game. So we don't know again. Again, we do not know where we'll be in a week's time. Well, in a week's time, there'll have been, effectively been two rounds of games. Yeah. The quarters and the semis. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the next podcast will be the last one before the final, so... And we're playing teams well below us in the FIFA rankings. So, you know, come on. It's not helpful to think of above and below, is it? It's more... Well, well, you know. Yeah, I think, you know, they're games that are winnable. And we okay. should be there. Today's show has been one of the most special ones we've done because it's all building up to this England game that still hasn't happened yet. So it's kind of bizarre. It really has felt like uh, the pre-match build-up that used to be on telly in the 80s. You know, like that went on forever. <laughs> all we're missing is uh, like some sort of song, a football song with the England players singing. That's, I'm a bit disappointed they don't do that anymore, but it's quite naff. Well, the thing is, Three Lines is so big... Yeah, that anything they can't that's not it. and also yeah. so like World in Motion is brilliant. So anything else would have to be so good to replace that. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see their like again, will we? It's true. It's no a good point. So you're like, I'll oh, just just put, stick that on. Yeah, stick that on. Give Skinner and Badil the old. Uh, but it's been nice, pretty much. Fully deserved. Time, friends of the show. Yeah, if you've got time to listen to this before the game, that's recommended. Oh right? yeah. So if you're listening to this before so, eight o'clock on Saturday, yeah, the third of July, twenty twenty one. Then, my word, yeah. Hopefully this helps you build up to the game. Yeah, hopefully so. This is packed full of amazing guests. Some big names. Two footballers. Celtic star Simon Donnelly, Villa star Matty Cash. Yeah. Three great comedians, Russell Howard, Tim Vine, John Richardson. And, actually, four, three footballers. Cammy. Cammy. Wow. Three footballers, three comedians, one show. Amazing. So three three one formation. Yeah, three three the classic three three one formation. Not enough players. Obviously, we all <laughs> hope. Yeah, we've got four in goals. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm conceded. Uh, we are um, obviously very excited about England. We don't want to jinx it. Enjoy the podcast. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and roll football on Euro 2020 quarterfinal day building up to England against Ukraine. We have some phenomenal guests and tunes and excitement in the next three hours. And it's live! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Just under six hours until England-Ukraine in Rome kicks off. England are through to the quarterfinal. Matt Dyson. So exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it's just... We haven't really dealt with, the, obviously, the fallout of the Germany game. It was just one of the most incredible what things a, I think any of us have ever seen. night, wasn't it? Really well, special. Once that Muller miss happened, I think everything changed. We all knew. We all knew what was going to happen. Grealish comes on, impact sub. I think he's best as an impact sub. Yes. Keep him there going forward. And uh, just unbelievably good. And then when Kane scored, you're like, this is it. Yeah, That's exactly. the moment you realise. That's realized. all we needed. We just need him to start scoring. He will start scoring. This is what he does. But now we're all nervous about the Ukraine game. And to build up to that monumental, mm. momentous occasion, 
It's Matt Dyson. Yes, uh, so we now know it's Spain, Italy in the first semi-final, but who shall join them on the other side of the Euro 2020 draw? Can Southgate's geezers really dare to dream after knocking out Germany? When in Rome, do as the Italians do, i.e. win the Stadio Olimpico. We're, <laughs> we're unbeaten at the tournament and still yet to concede a goal, which I still find very hard to believe. Uh, you should not write off Andrei Shevchenko and his Ukrainian side, though, despite this being the first time they've reached the knockout stage at the Euros. Spain made hard work of it again last night to go through on penalties against Switzerland while Italy brushed aside the Belgians with some textbook S-housery. Uh, immobile, immobilised on the floor rolling around in agony until his teammate scored. Then he was back up like nothing had happened. We wouldn't have it any other way. So England can make their first Euro semi-final in 25 years tonight if they can beat Ukraine. One of the things I'd forgotten about from the 2018 World Cup was Ross Kemp doing those weird, angry, shouty selfie videos when England win. The former East yeah, Ender... Yeah, <laughs> hold it! Hold it! Park it! Park it! Park it. <laughs> the former East Ender's... East Ender turned self-styled hard man and documentary maker is back at it again. And this is what he had to say after the German win. Yes! Yes! Now hold it! Hold it! Park it! He sounds uh, sounds more like he's reversing his partner into a tight spot at his local <laughs> NCP uh, rather than inspiring Harry Kane and the boys. But it's great to have him back. Whatever happens tonight, I hope someone can sort out Raheem Sterling's headphones for the post yes. interviews. Forever fiddling with them, isn't he? Forever fiddling with them. Why can't he just have some big noise-cancelling ones you know, going forward? And surely inner-ear headphones are the least hygienic option. Going all, forward. Management them. speak. Or just give the interviewer a megaphone and have done with it. So England don't play until eight of course at five it's Czech Republic against Denmark so consider this your really early pre-match build-up for the England game like they used to have before the FA Cup final on TV in the 1980s with Matt St John and Ooh. Matt Greaves not sure which one is which uh, rock, and roll, Greaves, yeah, rock and roll football <laughs> is coming home it's coming home it's coming rock and roll football is coming home yes, Tyson get in the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We should, at the start of this, I guess not necessarily apologise to listeners in the UK who aren't in England or indeed supporting England, but yeah. was England are the last home nation left in the tournament. Um, and they'll obviously all be getting behind us because they want us to do well, obviously. Yes, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we do yeah. know that it's a nightmare when England are the last team in and everyone's going gaga over it because, mm. you know, we do act, we, we acknowledge right. that at the start. Yeah. Um, but, and we would be behind any of the home nations that were still in. True, yeah. Um, I have to say, after the Germany game, I always get soppy about this stuff when we start to kind of... When the tournament starts to take shape, I end yeah. up just watching videos over and over. <laughs> yeah. The video of Harry Kane oh. being interviewed afterwards, oh. where he stood there and the whole of Wembley is singing Sweet Caroline and he just takes it in. We've got the audio of it here. There's a look on his face that obviously you won't be able no, to get. A, one, a look of wonder, like a, like a young boy. But then oh. it hits him, does it? and you realise the pressure on him as an individual. But I guess you can sort of hear it, but this is... This, for me, is better than any part of the game. Harry had some wonderful moments at the World Cup, but this, now, Germany beaten in the round of 16. Wembley, electric. Yeah. Special. I'm, spe I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. <laughs> amazing, amazing day. 
Oh, man. It's I the little it. look. I love it. He sort of forgot all the media training and stuff went out the window. He just thought, sorry, I'm just going to have to take this in. Can you be quiet for a second and let me take this in? But you know what? If I was media training footballers, I'd say do that. I'd say do yeah, a little yeah. look around, look, look a bit soppy. Yeah, be real. Be a real person. And I never thought he'd make me well up. But <laughs> I mean, Harry Kane made me well up. It's amazing. You know what? It makes you realise the personal pressure he was under. Yeah, all this yeah. stuff, we're going, oh, he, whatever silly things people were saying yeah, about him. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it even, affects people. Even during the Germany game, people go, take him off, take Kane off. No, come on, he will score eventually. He always does, you know. He can handle the pressure. Pressure is a privilege for him. That's what everyone says these days, isn't it? Do know? they? And he can, he can handle it. He Pre- can handle Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what sort of, all pressure or just some pressure? All pressure. If you're in a position of pressure, it's a good thing. Okay, so next Play time... with a smile on your face. Okay. No, the so, shackles are off. So next time your blood pressure's high. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, high blood pressure is a privilege, dog. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Just a few hours until England kick off against Ukraine in the quarter-final of Euro 2020. We're joined now by a massive England and Liverpool fan, global comedy superstar, Russell Howard. Russell, welcome to the show. Greetings, Fordy. How are you? Very good. Very nervous. Very excited. Yeah. You're a yeah, very... Um... I mean, to be honest, that's your natural state, isn't it? You're yes. really <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that about breakfast, let alone um, <laughs> knockout tournaments. But I always think of you as a very calm, rational football fan. You're always very level-headed about these things. How do you feel about England's chances of winning tonight? I think we're going to win. Yes! And I'm kind of not in the minority there, are we? No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think um, I'm pretty excited actually. Um, I, I like I wasn't confident at all before the Germany game, but now you sort of go. I think that was a big hurdle yeah. to get over, yeah, like mentally. And now you know, let the dogs off the leash. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It kind of feels like like yeah, we could really go for it. I think we just need to. Get, if we get through this, I think we've got a really good chance because Wembley's massive for us. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah, it's exciting though, eh? Oh, man, I just can't wait. So whereabouts are you going to watch it today? I'm doing a Crouchy's TV show, so I'm watching it with uh, <laughs> uh, Peter, Peter Crouch, my brother, and Paul Merson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, wow. your brother and Paul Whoa. Merson. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah, my brother's got sort of, yeah, I mean, he knows this, but, yeah, he's had good stories with ex-pros. My, brother. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's got the demeanour of an ex-pros mate that he runs a pub with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got it's got strong five bellies energy, hasn't it, your brother? Yeah, yeah. So imagine him and Steve Hodge like running like a jiffy band. Oh, love it! <laughs> Lovely Forest reference for the the two Forest yeah. boys there. Well, that's a great place to be watching it, but the, obviously the danger is you've then got to be on telly afterwards, and yeah, if it doesn't well, go yeah, well, yeah, Christ. Yeah, we yeah I could really do with a victory, so I can just ease into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I went to the um, I went to the first game at Wembley. I watched the second game, the Scotland game, in a pub in Brighton. I was out on a weekend with my uni friends, and uh, you sort of forget that you're kind of famous. And then there was like a hundred people in the room who were because it was a dull game, just repeatedly going Russell, Russell, sing us a song. I had nothing. It was brutal. And by the end of it, all my mates were cheering, joining in. It was awful, man. <laughs> well, i tell you what, it's good of you to come on and sing for us today, yeah. Russell. So, Give us a song. Without okay, further ado, take it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. Oh, mate, well, obviously, we all hope England win. Let, I mean, let, let's just get your f- prediction on the tournament. I mean, how, how far do you think England go? 
I think we can get to the final, but um, Italy, Italy look good. Italy, yeah. they look like they've got a lot of players that can beat people in a one-on-one, and they've got a lot of pace, like crazy pace. And they, they look like they play a bit like Liverpool did a few years ago with that kind of like sort of crazy wild intensity. And no one else, it's really odd, no one else is pressing like them. Yes. And this is very dull, deep football chat. But <laughs> it, it just feels like everyone else is really sort of staying off and playing sort of like, you know, Man United counter-attack, sort of Crystal Palace hold-back style football. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be the only ones that are on the front foot. You know, Can I just say, this know. is the best football analysis I think I've <laughs> heard in years. Ever on this yeah, yeah. show, yeah, wow. Yeah. Mate, well... But this is the time everyone becomes an expert. Don't you find that? It's like, yeah. people, who are, people who aren't football fans, suddenly international football comes around, and like my mum's going, they've just got to play Grealish in the hole. It's so absurd, though. You just get these... Do you know what I mean? You get people in the yeah. like red thousand brigade trying to tell you what yeah. formation does go. Such a mister telling you out of band. It's like, mate, I know what I'm doing. Russell, always a pleasure, mate, and we look forward to that punditry tonight on BBC One. <laughs> thank you much, thank you. Hey, best of luck. Where are you watching the game? You didn't do that. I'm gonna watch it at home. Yes. Just uh, keep it safe. And, Jeff Frazee, uh, six-pack, what are we doing? <laughs> I've got a couple of Holstons in, yeah, but I'm still, oh, yeah. I'm still battling gout, so I'll have like a steroid pills on the side. Brilliant. All right, we'll have a wonderful time. Later, mate. Just coming home. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. After the Germany game in midweek, it felt like the whole country went absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Um, so we're asking you today, what's the wildest celebration you've ever had following England? Or indeed just football in general? Text us on 81215. Dyson, have you ever gone crackers um, from England? Yeah, yet? well, I mean, I've done, it's a behaviour that was sort of out of character. Uh, oh, here we go. So. I feel like we're in a police interview room here. Uh, Euro 96. My client's behaviour was out of character. So, yeah, he was under after, a lot of pressure. Yeah, after uh, Euro 96, after we got knocked out by the Germans, my oh. memories came back this week. I was round at my friend Oakes' house. <laughs> we he sounds like a, few, a character. Yeah, oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, we had a few cans of Stella Artois, and I was so upset. Very rare you hear the second word, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> so, no, it's yeah, like yeah, the, the second verse of the national anthem. No one ever really knows it. So and uh, so angry was I at the, the being What's knocked that? out of Euro '96. I think it was about it's about 19 at the time. I left Oakes's house into the night air, the cold night air, and uh, so angry was I. I saw a wheelie bin. And I, I flying kicked a wheelie bin, but I didn't knock it over. Don't panic. Don't panic. I flying kicked knock into over. it, but it was full of rubbish. You know how heavy wheelie bins are when they're full of rubbish. So I kicked the wheelie bin and then landed flat on my ass straight after. <laughs> While the wheelie bin remained intact. Instant karma. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it was, yeah, a wild moment that I regret and I wouldn't advise. Yes. But, um, um, you know. You now wish to distance yourself from it that behaviour. It can behavior. happen. England can do that to you. Well, t- well, hang on. You did that to you. Don't well, blame yeah. England. Yeah, well, it's all riled, England's fault. I was riled up by the Euros, yeah. So text us at 8 12, 15. What's the wildest celebration you've ever had after watching either an England victory or a defeat? And, in the spirit of Matt Dyson, has it ever bordered on criminal damage? <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football.
Just over five hours until England kick off against Ukraine, and we're st- all nervous wrecks. We're joined now by friend of the show, Premier League Aston Villa star Matty Cash. Matty, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. How's it going? You're right, guys. Yeah, yeah very good. good. We're so nervous watching England. You obviously have a unique perspective on this, being a Premier League footballer yourself. What's it like for you to be an England fan and an elite-level Premier League footballer watching this tournament? Yeah, it's amazing, to be fair. I think they've done they've done brilliant so far. Um, and, yeah, to see all the fans back at Wembley as well is even better. So, nah, I'm uh, supporting the team all the way. Uh, tonight will be, a, hopefully, a great game and a great win for them there. Yeah, but it's brilliant, as... as as everybody else is enjoying it just as I am. And do you have like any superstitions? Have you watched all the games in the same place or are you, are you watching them with friends yeah, and family or right, pubs? Are you in a fan zone? What's going on? <laughs> nah, to be fair, I've been, uh, I've been watching them at home, at, uh, to be fair, at the moment. But tonight I'm going around my mate's house to watch it with a few oh, of my mates yes. and my brother and that. But now nah, I've been pretty boring watching it, you know. Just at home. <laughs> yeah. I probably should get down the pub or something and watch it, a bit of atmosphere. But I've just been, uh, been on my own celebrating it. Oh, <laughs> And have you got any superstitions? No, nah, I don't, no. Nah. Nah. Well, in, in my own games I do, but not, not for the England games, no, nah, I don't. Ooh. Okay, so what are your own superstitions for, for your games? Um, to be fair, I, I always try to keep the same, the same uh, like repetition before a game sort of thing, same preparation. Okay. Um, I always put my left shin pad on first, so oh. don't ask me why, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just try to keep the same things, really, just like what I eat before games and stuff and... And yeah, it's working at the minute, so it's all good. And and obviously now, for Premier League footballers, your diet and your body are like monitored in a way that they've never been monitored before. So can you treat yourself when you're watching England games, or do you still have to stick Uh, to like your nutritional plan? Yeah, well, don't forget, I'm on my summer holiday still. So uh, (laughs) So they're not getting weighed in for a few weeks. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I mean, like on on summer and stuff, you can can let your hair down a little bit and have a few uh, dairy milks, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now nah, during the season, I try to obviously, yeah, I, I love a, I love a sugary sweet, but now nah, I, I try to keep healthy during the season. I mean, back <laughs> in the old days, <laughs> back in the old days, it was like people were having like ten pints of Stella yeah. and like the dentist <laughs> yeah. chair, and now yeah. it's like a dairy milk. Oh yeah, family size. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not like that now. I don't think. Right. I think it's changed quite a lot in it in the modern For game. The better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more athletes around, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. And what about watching the way England have played then? Like, as a footballer, do you think, oh, because as a fan, you know, I, I don't really understand the tactical side of it at all. Do you watch it with a footballer's brain? Can you see what they're doing? Can you see what Southgate's done and the way that he's made us hard to, to play against? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, yeah, I think the way, the way he sets up every game is brilliant. I think he... Um, Every every different game, every game's different for a minute. So they play obviously Ukraine tonight, and they'll set up differently to what they set up against the game before. And I think he does it quite well, really, because he he changes the team quite a lot, doesn't he? I mean, he keeps the base, I think, but he does make little changes out wide and and um, well, in midfield he's kept the same too. But yeah, he, he's he's been getting the game plan spot on, so he can't really moan. Yeah, but they've got such great players in every position. I, know. I mean, like the competition for every position is like crazy, but. Yeah, watching it from from my point of view, it's, it's been brilliant so far. Yeah. And what he seems to have done is keep everyone happy whether they're playing or not. Like looking at Phil Foden's face when Sterling and Kane scored the other day, he was as delighted as if he'd scored it himself. I mean, it must be so hard from a player's point of view that if you're not getting regular football, it, it sometimes you must feel a bit miffed. It must be quite a skilled manager to keep players happy in that scenario. Yeah, well, I think you look at it from an outside point of viewer. 
I think they're they're all in it together, aren't they? It's such yeah. a major tournament. I think they, I think if they're playing or not, I think they're they're they're, they're all in it together. If you're starting or not, as I just said, so I think yeah, that's brilliant. That's 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 the team bonding you need around that group, and for the quality they've got there to see that as well is even better. Matty, it's so good getting your perspective on things. Hopefully you can treat yourself with a couple of dairy milks oh, tonight. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will do. Hopefully we'll get a win as well. And, and good, good luck with Villa for the season to come. Wicked. Thank you very much. Cheers, Matty. See you soon, mate. Thank you. Bye, guys. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Less than five hours to kick off. Are you still sober? Because I've got to tell you, <laughs> some of the people in the streets yes. around this studio are not. You need to pace yourself. You really do. It's like 28 days later out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about times you've basically over-celebrated or ended up going crackers after an England victory. <laughs> Lots of people did after Germany. I remember after we beat Turkey... In a qualifier, I think it was Rooney. I think Rooney scored on his debut. Oh right! Went to Market Square in Nottingham. Yeah, there was a mass kick about. Someone had a football. Oh, nice! Thousands of people kicking this football around in Market Square. <laughs> I ended up in the fountains back uh, in the old oh, fountains, oh, and yes. um, a police officer just said, "What are you doing?" Oh, oh, I said, "I'm so sorry," but I, I, I spent so much time in there. I, I got trench foot. Oh, really? Well, you were sort of sat back like you were in a jacuzzi. Like, I was just sort of... Spl- everyone was sort of splashing around. Someone had put some fairy liquid in there. Oh, it all felt very harmless. Yes. But I have eczema, so I often uh, have... Yes. <laughs> been disgusting yeah. about this open sores on my oh. feet. And uh, basically, oh. whatever was in that fountain, yeah. let's be honest, there were some other chaps in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I getting a terrible reaction oh, on my foot. Yeah. So oh. that's it. Beat that. I celebrated so hard after England won, oh. I got trench foot. It's good. Just, you know, often, yeah, often, there's often sort of war imagery around England, <laughs> wrongly in my view, but, you know, there you go. It, it harked oh, wow. back to a different time. Yeah, wow. So text us on 8.12.15. We've had a lot of messages about this, Dyson. Yes, quite a few coming in. Uh, this anonymous one here says, the day after the 99 Champions League finally united, paraded the treble through the streets of Manchester. Oh. I was dancing on a bus shelter. <gasps> you can see where it's going. It wasn't strong enough, and he fell straight through the bus no. shelter. Two loud cheers from the crowd. I think I saw that video. A, I've, I seen, seen, yeah, I've seen quite a few. It's a classic move, isn't it, during a street parade, the standing on the bus <laughs> show. You're much better to shimmy up a, a lamppost. Don't, That's always better. Don't, no, no, don't, 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 don't do either. You're yeah, best no, no, to not do no, it. Don't, but it seems safer than the old standing on top of a bus What stop. sort of advice is that? <laughs> Matt Dyson says, don't climb up a uh, yeah. bus shelter. What I think is, get up Nelson's cough, <laughs> fully naked, yeah. in high wind. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We've already had so many great guests and we're joined by a good friend of the show, former Scotland international and Celtic star, Simon Donnelly. Hello, Simon. How are you doing, mate? You OK? Yeah, very, very good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Simon, first and foremost, I really wanted Scotland to get out of the group. We all did. We all thought it was going to happen. Um, it must have been so hard after that England game to then not build yeah. on that and get out of the group. It certainly was. I mean, I think they got off to a, a bad start with the, the game against the Czechs at Hamden. Uh, but we certainly showed what we're capable of down at Wembley against England. I thought we were terrific. Yeah. And then you've got, I mean, if you'd given us that at the, at the beginning to go and beat Croatia at home, we'd probably have taken it. But again, Croatia showed her no mugs. You know, they, they, people said they were an aging team, but with the class of Modric in the middle of the park, it just proved to be too much for us. 
It was very, very difficult. I mean, there were World Cup finalists in a previous tournament, you know. Well, that's, it was... that's what it's like. I mean, we get carried away. We think, well, it's only Croatia at Hamden is winnable, but you're reminded 18 months before they played in the World Cup final. So, yeah. no mugs, a fantastic team as well. But, yeah, it would have been nice. I think the boys probably were good enough to get into the next round, but hopefully they can build on that for the for the World Cup. You'd hope so. I mean, obviously, the, the, the talent that Scotland have, Andy Robertson is a world-class left-back, Ken yeah. Tenney is high-quality, John McGinn, obviously everyone's talking about Billy Gilmore. In terms yeah. of individuals, there's some fantastic talent there. We do. It's probably uh, the most talent we've had for a, a number of years. Uh, and all those boys are relatively young as well, so, you know, if we unearth one or two other ones uh, to, to complement these guys, I think they can do okay. And, and I hate to ask, but looking forward to um, England against Ukraine tonight. <laughs> Dispassionately, as an expert, as a, as a former professional, as someone who now coaches football, how do you see tonight going? I think England will be too strong for Ukraine tonight. I think uh, you guys should win that one quite comfortably. I think you are building nicely. Oh. Fantastic talent. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Southgate goes with tonight. There's talk of Sancho coming in a player that I really like. Mm. Yeah. Look at some of the players. I mean, I was glad you guys didn't start the Grealish against us because he's been fantastic as a yeah. real threat. So I think England will win tonight. I think they will. And how far do you think England will go? I think they can get to the final. Whether they can beat the likes of Italy, who mm. looked really good last night, is another question. But I think England will get to the final now. Uh, I think it's set up nicely for them. And I just think they're getting better as it is. Yeah. They started a wee bit slow getting 1-0 wins. They drew against themselves. I think they've still got guys. Yeah, Foden hasn't even you know done much yet. I know. The post in the first game, but you've got so much talent there to... For Southgate to switch it about if he needs to. Oh, Simon, this is you're the most positive this person we've spoken to. The neutral viewpoint as well. Wow. Oh mate, it's the pep talk we all needed. Yeah. Simon, we know you're very busy coaching football on Saturday. Yeah. Wow. We know you're very busy coaching on Saturday, so we really appreciate you joining us. Simon, the Union Jack is in the post. <laughs> All right, okay, guys. All right. <laughs> one step too far. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Just a few hours until England, Ukraine, the quarter final of Euro 2020. It is odd the way that tournaments unfold and the way that your emotions go up and down. Before the Germany mm. game, the tension was unbearable. Well, yes. Yeah, I was very negative before the Germany game, but now I can only see positives, <laughs> genuinely. It's, I almost feel it's too easy, the route to the final. It's too easy. Well, see, this is the problem. <laughs> this is what you have to guard against as a nation. Yeah, Do not listen. We can't get carried away, though. We can't get carried away. They're games we should win. We probably will. Well, today we are talking about getting carried away. Text mm. us on 8 12, 15, the times that you've gone berserk when England have won, or indeed lost, just when you've lost it at England games. I got stuck in a plant pot once outside a pub, <laughs> outside the Sherwin Arms on the outskirts of Nottingham. I think it was... During the 2006 World Cup, yeah. big kickabout outside. Oh. Summer sun, a few beers. You know when you just slightly do lally? Yeah. And I was, the ball was coming to me. And you know those big plant pots they have outside pubs? Yeah, you were just <laughs> stepping back. I just sort of backed <laughs> and then just flopped into it. <laughs> but it was like, a, I must have looked like a, 
a Ninja Turtle who'd <laughs> fallen backwards. Because I sort of flopped back into this plug pot and couldn't get out. You couldn't get out, wow. I was there for days. Um, <laughs> but text us on 8.12.15 about the times you've gone berserk watching England. A lot of people getting in touch, Dyson. Yes, uh, Jazz says, uh, Afternoon, gents. After Arsenal won the league in 89, we celebrated in my mate's dad's field doing donuts in a two-year-old Toyota Hilux. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly after starting it up on its roof, throwing the pair of us in the pickup uh, across the field. What? <laughs> These same. sound really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We've got to counterbalance this. Uh, you know, be careful out there. Be careful out yeah, there. Yeah, if some of you could just text in the most boring celebrations <laughs> you've ever had, just so we get a bit of balance. Yeah. If, you've, yeah. if you've just watched England beat Germany and had an early night, yes. then uh, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Matt, Matt and you... Rock and roll football. We've got a very special guest now, comedian and England fan. It is Sweet, Sweet Timmy Vine. Vine. <laughs> da, da, da. Good guys never <laughs> felt so, so good. good. So good, so good, so good. So good. <laughs> Come on. Tim Vine. Oh, what Tim. an absolute pleasure to be here. That's so good, so good, so good. What's <laughs> that's, a, that's a new addition in the last sort of six, six months. Yeah. Today, so I keep getting surprised by it. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> You are one of the best, if not the best, joke writer alive, but you are also a massive England fan. We've been friends for a long time, and I know that you love supporting England. You support England like they're your local club. Yeah, well, I mean, my, my local club is, is Sutton, but I, I realised, actually, once this, with this tournament started, that in terms of the, the club that, that, I say the club, the team that most lives in my heart, it's England. I mean, it's the one that I get most stressed about. When we, when we won 2-0 against Germany, I jumped up and down on my sofa while still wearing my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, living on the edge. <laughs> Extraordinary. I mean, I, I just—I've still been shaking my head about that. One of the great things about about this, even compared to the 2018 tournament when we got to the, the semi-finals, obviously the World Cup, is that we have actually beaten two genuine sides. We've beaten Croatia yes. and Germany. This is yes. two proper results. They can't say, you know, this isn't Panama and Colombia or what have you. This is these are proper sides. It's I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen tonight? Oh, what do I think? What do I, I mean, it's got some, such a mix of things. You know, I've, I, I fear lots of things. Um, <laughs> I, feel, I feel as though, I feel as though that, that tonight maybe we have to accept we might have to give away a goal. I know we, we've, not, we've not felt that pain yet in this tournament, but uh, I think it might be 2-1. Um, or it might be, oh God, it might be one one penalties. I can't like do <gasps> penalties. I can't do it. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you guys because you, you guys obviously the more we win matches, there's, there's more and more screaming that gets done, isn't there? Every time yeah. you win one, so you guys use your voice on the radio. Do you find you ever you're, you're finding you, I need to protect my voice slightly for the radio? And so, ah, are you trying point. to scream with less volume? How do you do it? You know what? I did, at the Germany. I was at the Germany game, and I I had like work that I needed my voice for the following morning, and I exactly. did. So what do you do? Yes, I me. held back a bit. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I feel <laughs> bad about that. Quite I feel like so I let my Country down, yeah. <laughs> they should have a separate part of the stadium which is the cheers in semaphore or something for people, <laughs> people who need their voices. For voice artists, yeah. <laughs> it's just be voice artists and the death. <laughs> be a kind of a lovely mate. Viney, so where are you going to watch it? Well, I think I'm going to join some friends in a pub, which I haven't been to a pub for a while either, so that'll be interesting. Uh, um, <laughs> when was the last time you had a pint? Um... Well, the fact that I'm having to think about that, it's, it's, uh, it's quite a long time, actually. Um, 
maybe a month ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's not too bad. Uh, do you have any superstitions? Are you going to wear a lucky shirt or lucky pants? Well, I, I, uh, all my pants, all my pants, all my pants are lucky. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, you made that funny. Anyway, the, the, uh, no, one of the problems actually is that I've got four England shirts and I've been wearing a different one for each match, so I'm going to have to purchase something else if we go further than this. I've never been this far before as an England fan. Okay. Going to uh, another round. Well, I guess uh, the Germany one would be the more lucky, wouldn't it? What did you wear for the Germany game? I wore the, uh, the red 2006 Nice, oh, very nice. Yeah. Maybe I that's. Actually, the... I actually went to the uh, to the World Cup actually that year. So I was at the at the um, when we lost on uh, penalties to Portugal. Good grief, oh, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. you know the famous. Um, yeah, Rooney. Rooney and yeah, and the winking thing going on with uh, what's his face? Yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. 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 Oh. M- maybe don't wear that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put me off that shirt now. <laughs> Viney, it's always a pleasure to hear your voice. Well, um, you too, you too. And I'm, I mean, I'm guessing from what you said earlier, you, you think England will win tonight? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, listen, I, I, I've got to say that because, you, you, you know, the, the alternative is, is pain and, and I can't go into it saying we're going to lose. Who does that? You know, you walk in and you're thinking, yeah, come on! <laughs> <laughs> The first 80%, 80% of the match, you moan through it, and then suddenly we win. And you think, I was, I was comparing it the other day to uh, talking to a mate of mine, talking about is if you go and see a, a really famous band in concert, and yeah. about an hour and a half into the concert, you're thinking, oh, it's, it's not great, this, is it? Yeah. And uh, the but then they finish with their five biggest hits, and you yeah. leave thinking that's the best thing you've ever seen. Uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> You should do that with jokes. Yeah, yeah, well, I do do it with jokes. <laughs> Viney, enjoy the game, mate. All right, take care, everyone. Come on, England. Yes. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson now joined by a very special guest, Leeds, an England fan and star of 8 out of 10 cats, John Richardson. Hello, John. Hello, 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 both of you. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. yeah. But then when you when you were saying Leeds United in England, I still was a bit of a thought you were going to say player. <laughs> yeah, there was absolutely no chance of that, mate. I've seen you play football. Uh, your yeah, knees yeah, went in your twenties. <laughs> so, John, you've obviously been to a couple of England games. How, uh, what's your take on the, the the way England have been playing? Well, do you know, it's a lesson I've learned watching Leeds this season that when things are going well, it's best to just keep your mouth shut and enjoy the victories mm. because, yeah. you know, we've had we've had a year of Leeds fans of watching football that we didn't expect for a long time. And still you come out and there's a few people mumbling and grumbling after a few games. I may have been shouting some things at one of the England games mm. about taking a certain uh. person... Gary Kane off. Gary Kane off. Yeah, this is that's what he does. His Spurs fans have been saying for years. He, he sometimes you don't notice he's even playing, but he still scores eventually. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be you know one of those mature football fans who just says you know what well, he, he's taking three men out of the game and that's making the space for Sterling. Yeah, and I, yeah. I probably would think all that if I just if I hadn't been going to the games with somebody who was just winding me up. What? <laughs> Making me crave a result. But no, I, you know, I'm going to try this evening and just, I shall be on my own this evening watching it on telly. Ah, uh, right. So you've, certain, you've been at Wembley with Fordy. What was, what was his behaviour like? Because he, he finally, the shackles are off post-gout and he was drinking, wasn't he? What, <laughs> what was the behaviour oh, like? Drinking. He was drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the uh, I think the cameras cut to Rob Beckett because Matt Ford was not stood up at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what, I think Al, in so many ways, his his poor girlfriend throws the brunt of it, and he's sort of burned out by that. It's like a kid who starts getting excited about Christmas in sort of September. Yeah. So, look at the work has been done, and he's just unbearable to live with. And by the time you get to the game, it's actually quite calm. Until he starts crying inexplicably in about, after about, what was it, 40, about 80 minutes? Oh, yeah. damn it! Oh. Real tears, yeah. Had a little cry. It's the first time I've seen him cry because we're winning. I've seen him cry a lot because we've lost. It's the first time. It was a joy to watch him cry because oh. we were winning. Lovely. I just couldn't... It was just the release of seeing us winning against Germany. Yeah. So many different emotions came to yeah. the fore. After all those years. I think I was crying because I'd work early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I was stood next to someone I kept going, Gary Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what's your prediction for the Ukraine game? Um, I think we will win the Ukraine game by two goals... To no goals. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's and, what I think. And how far do you think England are going to go? Well, I think we should get to the final, shouldn't we? I think that, you know, we're not going to play a team as good as Germany again until the the, the final. The final. As for yeah. if we get Italy in the final, or you know, Spain will come good in a way. Yeah. Uh, who knows what will happen then? But I think it's fair to say that we should, accepting that football is chaos and all things are bound to disappoint you eventually. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Any relationship, <laughs> anything you commit to will eventually hurt you. Yes. Um, just, <laughs> you know what? I thought we'd managed to get through uh, an entire conversation with John Richardson without him basically being John Richardson. And it's Rico's law. At some point, negativity will creep into the conversation. Thanks for that, John. Absolute pleasure. Good luck with uh, your show, which, of course, as well, one day will end. You've been talking to our boss. <laughs> See you, mate. It's all over Twitter. You know, <laughs> Stop it! Stop it now! Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. As you know, Euro 2020 is being hosted across the continent rather than in a host nation or host nations. So each week we're taking you to a different host nation, to a different host city, to get that World Cup Euro vibe that you usually get that's sadly missing this time. This week, as England play in Rome in just a few hours' time, this week we're in Italy. The ancient city of Rome. Sort of like quite ancient Italian music. This is yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, feel like I'm in a piazza. Yeah, or an amphitheatre. Yeah, get two Peronis over here, mate. <laughs> Do you serve chips? <laughs> Premier League football, mate. <laughs> no, just the authentic experience yeah, of being a Brit abroad. Respectful English fan abroad. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you don't know, each week when we're in our host city, we have a penalty shootout quiz. I have three facts about Rome. I will put them to Matt Dyson. Mm. He then effectively takes the penalty wow. by picking the correct fact. Okay. So two of these are false and one of them is true. Yeah. Play along at home. Is this true or false? Well, I'll get your I'll get your reaction after. Mm -hmm. Option A. Italians love their coffee. So it's no surprise that the first ever Cafe Nero was set up in Rome, taking its name from the fifth emperor of Rome, Nero, Ooh. and a cafe. Cafe. <laughs> 
initially a themed coffee shop. It was run as if Nero was actually in charge. <laughs> as a result, it was deeply corrupt. Christian customers were badly persecuted and staff would rant about the Parthian Empire. After customers complained, management changed tack. Out went murderous desires towards their own mothers and the violent suppression of the customer base. In came a lovely blue colour scheme and free Wi-Fi. It's a move that saved the business, and thanks to its global expansion, the sun never sets on the Café Nero empire. I want it to be true. So is it option A? Is that true? The first ever Café Nero was set up in Rome. Or is option B true? In old Roman times, many medicine were used that would horrify our modern medical boffins. One of them was gladiator blood. That's right, if you fell in in Roman times back in the day, you were prescribed the actual blood of a gladiator to drink. The logic was that gladiators were strong, therefore consuming their blood would heal you. No records remain on which gladiators had their bloods drinked, but media study scholars believe that find that answer and you will find out the secret origins of the TV show Gladiators. Were Hunter, Jet and Wolf descendants of old Roman patients infused with gladiator blood? Or was it just a TV format borrowed from America? (laughs) Option C. Could this be true? Rome is known as the Eternal City, but not many people know why. It actually stretches back all the way to 1993 AD and the release of Always and Forever by popular girl band Eternal. Their first gig was in Rome and they went down so well they ended their 1994 tour there and the feeling was mutual. Just a Step from Heaven was written about the staircases in the Vatican and Esther, Verney, Kelly and Louise were such fans of the Virgin Mary, their second album title, Power of a Woman, is a reference to Jesus' mum. They sold more albums and singles per head in Rome than they did in London, just as Manchester is the Oasis City and Liverpool the Beatles City, so Rome is the Eternal City. Oh, yes. So Matt Dyson steps up to take the penalty. Which one does he think is true? Is it A, Café Nero's first branch was in Rome? Is it B, Gladiator Blood was an old Roman medicine? Or is it option C, the Eternal City is so named after the girl band Eternals? Commercial success there. I'd love it to be A or C. It's definitely B, the Gladiator Blood. He scores! He scores! Which doesn't just mean that Matt Dyson knows his Rome facts and is a genius. I think it also means... It's coming home. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. We're delighted to be joined by Chris Kamara, footballing and broadcasting legend who's been a beacon of positivity and light throughout this tournament for us. Kami, England are through to the quarterfinals. The game kicks off in a few hours' time. What's going to happen? We are going to win. Yes! What else can I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's not a foregone conclusion. Let's you know, keep our feet on the ground. Let's give them respect. They're a decent team. You know, um, the manager has done so well with them. Uh, and this is their cup final. For them to have got this far uh, is a tribute to their country. Um, Shevchenko will be hailed as the the king, the manager who's taken them further than anyone before. So they're 
absolutely going into this game with nothing to lose. Obviously, the football match, they can lose. But if they do lose, they'll still be heroes. Where our lot will get absolutely slaughtered, as we know, because that's how football in the UK works. It's very, very difficult for them. Just thinking back to your playing days, when you've been involved in a cup run, how hard is it if you defeat a team where you're sort of the underdog and then have to play a team where you're not? Is it hard to recreate that intensity or is that just something that fans imagine is a problem? No, no, I think because of the momentum and the whole of the country getting behind this, Every single one of them. So good, you're uh, talking to Chris Kamara earlier. And if you're enjoying his podcast, it's fantastic. Cammy's Supporters Club. This week, his guest is an 80s legend and Arsenal fan, Martin Kemp from Spandau Ballet. He talks to Cammy about his life as a gooner and the songs which have inspired his love of the beautiful game. Subscribe to Cammy's Supporters Club and listen to this episode. Plus, previous guests, including Gabby Logan and some bloke called Matt Ford, is in the free Absolute Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. He knew the circumstances. He didn't lose. He won playing the Garrett Southgate way. Now, he won't change from that. He won't change at all. Uh, he'll play exactly the same. I think probably the only change will be Saka for Mount. Uh, Mount's now got over the COVID. Uh, so he's there to commit to the team. I think that might be a change. Saka's done great. He's done absolutely brilliant. But I know how much Gareth likes Mount. So that could be the only change. They're decent, though, Matt. You know, we have to look at them. The goalkeeper's decent, Buscan. Um, The only thing you would say is uh, their best player, Malinowski, he got dropped for the last game, and he's a better passer than Sinchenko. So, yeah, so they've got players that can hurt us. And, of course, the one that everyone's heard about, West Ham United's own Yarmolenko. He has scored virtually one goal every other game for his country. So, oh, God. <laughs> buzzing for this game tonight. It's time to, it's hard to make us worry now, Kevin. It's starting really <laughs> positive. The more you're talking, the more I'm... <laughs> The more I'm getting nervous. That's respect. You know, you have to respect what they've got, what they've done. Cammy, this has been a a brilliant briefing on our Ukrainian opponents, but also, of course, laced, as always, with that positivity. We really hope England can do it tonight. We'll speak to you next weekend, but Cammy, it's always a pleasure, mate. It's coming home. It's It's coming home. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I was going to say it's almost time for kickoff because <laughs> the show is ending. Obviously, we're now all rushing off to go and watch the game, but it's still yeah. three hours till kickoff. Yeah. Be careful not to peak too soon, like Gabs in Kidderminster did. He said after celebrating uh, England beating Germany five-one, I fell over in a German nightclub and had to get taken back to camp. I was a twenty-one-year-old soldier, where they had to call out the duty doctor to stitch my ear back on. That had nearly been ripped off by broken glass. He says, "Ha ha! Keep up the good work, lads." Gabs in Kidderminster. <laughs> oh, good old yeah. laugh about almost oh, losing an ear. Such fun! Yeah, these are really cautionary tales, aren't they? That's from tonight. Vincent in Holland. Don't, don't get carried away. Uh, there's another one here. 
says, me and my mate celebrated England's 4-2 Euro 2004 win against Croatia oh. in Lisbon. Down by the docks. Sounds amazing. But they missed the last train back to Albufeira. And there were no rooms. And so they ended up sleeping on a bench. And they were woken uh, in the morning sun by two nuns attending <laughs> the nearby church. Nuns in the sun? Nuns in the sun. Come on, England, they say at the end. Sounds like an old um, big breakfast feature, doesn't it? <laughs> sort of thing Chris Evans would have come yeah. up with, as, long as, as well as rock and roll football. Well, <laughs> ah, yeah. this brings us to the end of today's show, which is obviously building up to England-Ukraine at 8 o'clock. Obviously, we just are so desperate for England to win. Oh, man, so excited. The man. tension out there. Thank Not you for long. joining us today. We've had some wonderful guests. Enjoy it responsibly, calmly, and hopefully next Saturday. I mean, the, the problem is, in a week, a week is a long time in Euro 2020. Yes, it is. As Harold Dawson once said. Yeah. Because there's so many rounds between there's now and then. Next week, we could be in the final. I've got a feeling oh, really? that it's coming out. <laughs> Well, if you if if it's ticking down to eight o'clock on Saturday evening, and this was part of your pre-match build-up, we hope we've helped. Don't uh, be Dyson. We certainly <laughs> do. Yeah. And, you just um, nodded off there. I a mean, minute. if it hasn't, uh, if you listen to it afterwards, uh, I hope you can still get some enjoyment from it. Imagine, because imagine if we lose, this is not going to be a, yeah. Or has not lost. Not going to have been a, a fun podcast to listen to, is it? I suppose. Well, what we should optimism. do is just like drop in, you know, to go. <laughs> what if England win? <laughs> yeah. What if England? Lost. Yes, that's true. We should edit it. <laughs> then yeah. we will be happy. <laughs> or then we will be sad. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way forward. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully you enjoyed it wherever you are, whatever state you're in. Either way, whatever day, whatever result, we hope this has still had something for you. Mm. Hope but, you take something from it. I think what we, we can all agree is that this is a kind of time capsule that would show how much people love football and how exciting being an England fan has been at this tournament. Yeah. So whenever you... Maybe you're listening to this in a thousand years' time. Oh, wow. And this is the only record of an ancient civilization. Yeah, oh, I hope so. We're from wherever you get your podcasts in a thousand <laughs> yeah, years' yeah. time. Please rate, review and subscribe, even in a thousand years' time. You know, please do. Imagine but, that. Yeah, imagine we're still that. leaving um, reviews on <laughs> yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If you are listening to this in a thousand years' time and you give us anything less than five stars... Yeah. Then, yeah. then you know what? It's not a future I want to live in. No, it's true, yeah. Count me out. Bye. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done. <laughs>